Hello and welcome to Gundam, I Hardly Know Him, the podcast where we tackle every Gundam series and movie in release order. I'm Michael Pippen. I'm joined by my three co-hosts who just want some salt for their food. We've got Alex. Yo, ACAP1312, fuck the police. We got Christian. Hello, babies. And we, we got the little stinker, Simon. Oh, I'm a little stinker, but I still hate cops. <laughs> Yucky, yeah. This is a straight toy. We 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 become the first openly anti-cop podcast. Um, well, it's the very the first. first, the the only, well, the uh, first anti-cop podcast that is evolves around an anime. I think. I think we can safely make that. Point. We are the one and only. Gundam podcast where we break down every series and movie in release order that is strictly anti-cop. <laughs> we want yeah, to I'm going to say that. I'm going to come on and say I'm going to say we're the only gonna... only one that is strictly I, I anti-cop. Think, I think yeah, we're, we're the only anarchist Gundam show out there. I love it. I love it. And like honestly, like it's like okay, it's like you have your little like food co- like podcast. You have your like like true crime podcast where you're like main stars or like behind bars. Yeah, you know who's on our team? We have robots bigger than your goddamn suburban house. Okay, so like I don't know, we're coming out swinging, coming out swinging. and they actually exist now, according to like the videos I see coming out of Japan. So mm. yeah, dude, you got yeah. we should be we should spray paint throwing them bird dog to everybody. We should all. Ship in and buy flame tickets to Japan so we can spray paint a cab on the actual Gundam in Japan and get <laughs> arrested. I, I think that they Japan. would welcome that. <laughs> <laughs> Japan, a lovely place by all accounts, but I've heard the prisons there are not great. Yeah, so I'm sure I'm sure everyone there would agree with us. Fuck the police. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they fuck around system. over there. No, I don't. I don't think so. Anyway, we're off to a, to a, to a great start. Uh, again, we lost the quarter of the, of the fans that we didn't really have to begin with. And you don't have to say that. Good fucking riddance. Don't listen to this show. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. If, you like, if you think blue lives matters, go fuck yourself. I mean that from the deepest parts of my heart. But if you think black lives matters, please enjoy Gundam with us because I like you. Please enjoy. Yeah, we love you. We, we love you. Um... Yeah, anyway, episode two, <laughs> this is the episode where we are going to cover uh, Mobile Suit Gundam 0079. We are covering episodes 11 through 20. So we got... Uh, Ish. Yeah, we got some good episodes. And t- you know what? We didn't talk about this, but I'm just going to come out. I'm going to be honest. Are you going to give him a little peek behind the curtain? I'm going to give you a little peek behind the curtain. Peel back that curtain, yeah. Fuck Wait, that. you got to charge him for that. Oh, oh, not that curtain. Never mind. I'm on. I'm going to stop talking for a second. <laughs> we, we, we fucked up, and uh, we've already covered the rest of the series. We have had to come back um, and re-record this episode just due to some technical difficulties. So forgive us if we, you know, forget a couple things here or there. But also I think that because at this point we've done the show quite a bit, it's going to be a little bit more entertaining. And as you can tell, a little bit more off the walls um, because... We have a lot to say right now. Um, mm-hmm. Just a, <laughs> the a world, crazy Simon from guys. The, past, the world didn't get better. Can we go back to the time when we actually recorded this episode the first time? The world oh, was way happier so then. Much simpler. I don't know if it was that much different, but 
I, f- I feel like we were just in a different mood. I think we were less uh, just tired of the bullshit. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I'm, like, so excited to, like, recover these. These were, I don't know. Looking back on it, you can kind of, like, tell what the strongest blocks in the series were. You yeah. know, like, the most memorable blocks. And this was, the, like, definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. And since we were, like, just starting out, like, recording it, like, we didn't know what the fuck we were talking about. So I feel like we're able to do these episodes some justice, which I'm yeah. very excited to do. I, any excuse for to talk about... Rambo Rawls mustache is oh, just boy. like oh oh I forgot about oh, he makes me happy like, you know there's just like coffee in that and just like I just smell. want Rambo Rawl I want like Rambo Rawl to come into my bedroom early in the morning and be like and, and I like I wait okay here let me set the scene for y'all okay so like oh blah, blah, blah. I like wake up I'm all groggy what's that I smell ooh someone's cooking in the kitchen it sounds like bacon and pancakes Rambo Rawls sticks his his head in. And he says, you know, he's like, how do you like your, your eggs in the morning? It, because that's also, that seems hypersexualized now. And it seems like we're on the best timeline for Rumbleroll, actually, because <laughs> Rumbleroll has spent the night in my house. Yeah, Rumbleroll isn't cooking me breakfast. The chef from the later episode is actually <laughs> cooking me breakfast. And Rumbleroll just peeks his little head in, um, and he's wearing uh, one of the matching bathrobes. Uh, anyone want to pick up the slack on this one? I've kind of dug myself into a little bit of a hole here. <laughs> no, I like where you're going. I like where you're going. going. I want to know what goes on in your mind now, Simon. What is your Rumble Wall fantasy? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not the only one. Well, the fucking Michael, like, dropped the, like, I don't know. I was just enjoying Rumble Raw as, like, a strong man in my life. Mm-hmm. Lord knows I need one. Lord knows, Lord knows I need one. Yeah, well, um, he, he, I, just had a, I just had a thought, which is, I think... Yeah. Like, Rumble Raw, it's like, Mom, I want Rumble Raw, and then your mom's like, we have Rumble Raw at home. Rumble Raw yeah. at home is fucking Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. That's so <laughs> fucking Just fuck true. off. Ron Swanson Rumble... can fuck off. He's yeah, like... Ron Swanson can eat my jeans. Ron, yeah. Like, Rumble Raw is like Ron Swanson if you, like, just, like, embrace technology to the max and, you know, started you... leading a fucking elite team of robots. Do yeah. you think Ron Swanson was inspired by Rumble Raw? Uh, if, Almost certainly. Yeah, I think that we can say that uh, without a shadow of a doubt. Like, I yeah, think we're... Yeah. You can just pretty much say Ron Barral is the inspiration for Ron Swanson. But it's a really mm-hmm. poor, poor caricature of the true elegance of Ron Barral. He's a poor man. He, he misses Barral. the sexiness that yeah. Ron Barral possesses. Yeah, no, I love the idea also, of Ron Barral making, cooking up some breakfast in the morning, coming back to bed, serving you some coffee... Hamen comes through the door. Oh, she's like, hey, babies. How are you guys doing? Oh, Ramba, thank you for getting the breakfast going. I'm so hungry. I'm like, oh, hey, Hamen. that I lived in in a 200-square-foot apartment, and every single character in this show was one of my roommates. (laughs) (laughs) But but unfortunately, Haro is there. Wait, that's literally fucking what Whiteface is. It's just like... All your homies are your roommates, and you're also on a shit like in a big old spaceship. And sometimes you do space battles. Like, what if Gundam had a little flare on it, like a little like friends, like new girl flare on it, where Wait. they just like oh, get into like quirky antics with each other? Can, you know? can I propose a new show? Uh, Let's please. hear it. Uh, what well, real world white base edition? Oh, <laughs> the Real Housewives of White Base. Yes. 
Jer- Jersey Shore white base. <laughs> just add Jer- white base after every, after every reality TV show. Yeah, I do GTL, Gundam, and laundry, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I will say, I'm still uncomfortable by the term white base. Like, it, yeah. it still makes me feel a little weird every time I say it. To age poorly. It, it does make sense that the white base was on a crusade for salt. Because it is yes. the the only seasoning that White Base ever uses to season its food. <laughs> spicy, <laughs> spicy. Anyway, all right. Moving on. Let's, let's dive uh, into it. Let, let's dive right into it. Episode eleven. Uh, after Garma's death, Miss Selena and three Zeon ships attack the Trojan horse while it's, while it's flying over the desert, forcing it to land. All three ships are defeated, and Miss Selena falls off the ship and dies. Um, Tragic. Okay. I don't That's think she it. fell off. I think she yeeted herself off the ship. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. we could be wrong, but well, I don't know. It's, it's definitely... a little, it's a little blurry because it's almost like she like dies of grief and then falls mm-hmm. off the mobile. That makes yeah. me feel better if she died before she hit the ground. Because her, yeah. her, her hitting the ground was like that's when I realized this show was like fucked up, and I was like, oh fuck, she dead. Yeah. It's like, yeah, do you remember bro. in Fellowship of the Ring? where Gandalf drops the ring on the ground and it just makes that really loud sound and it's just really like powerful. Yeah. That's kind of yes. like what her falling to the ground was like, but it didn't it actually show her hitting the ground. Yeah. yeah I thought was you were so... going to say the part in Fellowship of the Ring when Gandalf fell in the really big hole with the really big Balrog. What if like what Photoshop if you edited, yeah, Gundam okay. as instead of Balrog. <laughs> is that anything? I'm begging you. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to see uh, in the two towers where they go back and they show, show Gandalf falling through all of like those crazy areas. Like uh, you should Photoshop in uh, Miss Selena. She's just falling next to them. Yeah. I like you've opened up a Pandora's box oh, because no. now all I can think about is the Ents as Gundam or as like oh. mobile suits. As well, that's cool too. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah she was anyway. she was done wrong. I mean, first her lovers offed just because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Sir Char feels like getting back to the Dobby family, and then yeah. her father, yeah, slaps the fuck out well, of we, her. Yeah, and she we just talked about it in the last episode. Yeah, she was the biggest loser, biggest loser of episode easily of the first group, and then it just continues to be awful for her going into episode eleven. Well, um, at least her journey ended. Like she can't be the biggest loser anymore because she doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> at least, yeah. It's a crazy way of looking at it, there, Alex. But yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. I guess she. I, I guess she's done I'm losing. Try, I'm trying to find the silver lining. Not very good at it. But. This is also the episode where we get our disgruntled elderly folks uh, on a oh next level of trying to get off of the ship. So whenever the, the three Zeon ships attack the Trojan horse, they're forced to land on the ground. And um, that's when like just some rogue old man like runs out. Like A bunch of them just try and like burst out of the Trojan horse. And then Shar just like... In cold blood, just murks one of them down. It, it's a brutal moment, also. So, but it's also like, I, I want to say I spent the first it? few <laughs> I spent the first few episodes of this podcast hating Char, but I want I want to take a, a little bit of hate back because that old man deserved to die. Yeah, so, you know what? Char gets a little bit of bonus, brownie points in my book. Cheers to the old mm-hmm. man, pouring one out for the guy. 
Poor old guy. Also, is this is this the episode where they take hostage, like the kids? And mm. They take I was about hostage. That. Oh, is that the? You know um. You know what? I think it might be. I think it is yeah. actually because this actually brings me into my burning question of the week. Question. Who's worse, the children or the old refugees? The old refugees, hands down. Old refugees, easy. The children are kind of annoying, but they're also kids, so like they get they get a little leeway being assholes. The old people just fucking suck. Yeah. Just like okay, boomer, people. just just throw you off the spaceship when it's in the sky. Yeah. I don't know why they wrote the old. Well, I do know why they wrote the old people in. But, yeah, the children, like, I don't know, looking back on it now, like, cause we are, like, recording this after the fact, like, I don't, like, wh- when I think about this whole, like, you know, block, I don't think about hating the children, but I definitely think about how frustrated all of the old people made me. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think I definitely uh, choose the old people. How about you, Michael? Yeah, I'm definitely leaning towards old people. Like, I feel like thinking back on it, I feel like at this point, I I really hated the kids. Like, I didn't... Yeah. I don't know. Like, they just seem to be from a different show. Like, the same show that has those three children in it is not the same show where Miss Selena commits suicide, jumps off of a giant ship. (laughs) Like, it just doesn't fit together to me. And so, like, I felt like the kids, they always really bothered me. But in this particular episode, when the old people are just, like, going on and on, and, like, Amaro is, like trying to talk to him and he's like look i'm just like trying to do what's right and they're like bitching him out like i just like anything that happened to them i, I was think totally it's because with. like i i think it's because the old people are like so familiar to me like i mean like the little like the kids just being like <laughs> nut jobs like that shit is like you know like whatever it's almost like a crossover oh, episode with like some like is? japanese peppa pig but like it's like the old people are like when i worked in customer service like that's yes. how old people act. <laughs> exactly. Like I was yes. at the fucking. Uh, no, it's exactly oh, like no. what we're going through right now, where all these old people are like, "I don't want to wear a mask." Like these. Fucking that's what I was gonna say. Like, if you like, saw fucking old people are like, "I'm not gonna wear a mask in the store. I'm, I can't breathe." And it's like you're full exactly. of shit. Exactly. No, it's it's way too familiar. Like I like the young person. It's like, oh, you're naive. Like you don't know that. Like you're being like the worst little like you know annoying thing ever but like old people you like almost want them to no 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 let's not get ageist with this podcast here i know some i know some fine old people but these old people in particular i could give a fuck about and i'm glad that we're done with them after this episode Good riddance. Good, we're not good fully riddance. done with them, but we're almost done with them after this episode. After this, <laughs> after this block, we're done with them fully. We're shaving the shaving off. All I of think we finally do get rid. Don't we? Don't we get rid of them no. in this episode? Don't no, we get rid of them? We get we get rid of them in a later episode in this block. Ah, uh, okay. I trust you. I'll yeah. Trust so let's you. go ahead and jump into episode twelve. Uh, this starts out with the funeral funeral for Garma. Um, which is used as a rallying cry for the Xeon forces. Um, and then we have White Base in its first ever battle with Rambaral's troops, and Amuro faces the mm. new Blue Zaku, which is the goof. The goof. Um, yeah, I really like this. Goof, I remember, like, best I, Zaku. I, I, like, re- 
Yeah, I really like this episode because first off, I thought that the the kind of world building around Garma's funeral and then also like the very like em- like empire like um, kind of staging that they use for the Zeon troops was really interesting. Uh, it just kind of yeah. like shows you a little bit more. I think it's like one of the only glimpses you get of side seven or side six or wh- whichever side that they live on. Um, which I thought was interesting. And then, yeah, of course, Ron Baral and the goof, which isn't like an iconic, like very cool mobile suit. Uh, and this also mm-hmm. has the very fun lightning battle where all of our white base uh, friends are confused on what lightning is. Um, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, freaking out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also, it has the, the awesome uh, the speech. Like, the Hail Zeon speech? Yeah, the Z- Hitler Z- speech. Z- yeah. yeah. No, the lore really deepens in this episode, and you get uh, an idea, better idea of the kind of fascist, uh, authoritarian aspect of the Principality of Zeon. And I feel like mm-hmm. uh, Rambaral's revenge unit are the most, one of the most interesting antagonists of the whole series, honestly. Yeah, I feel like without them, this whole middle block would kind of be boring. And obviously, we've already talked about Rumbaral being a very cool character. But I think just, uh, especially to have another... Because he kind of takes Char's place um, in being our main act- antagonist for a little while, which I think is important because yeah. mm-hmm. Char, to the opinion of three of the four of us, is a cool character as well. Um, so it's nice to have somebody kind of fit into that, uh, you know, fit into that place as well. Alex, how do you feel about Rumbaral? Do you like Rumba? I simp for Rumbaral so hard. Okay. <laughs> I think it's I said that in the original recording too, but yeah, I simp for him so hard. Yeah. And also his wife or his partner is like horny for battle, which I like think is a really cool uh, character wrinkle. They're a very powerful couple. They are. I don't know. I think they're the power couple it's... of the series, honestly. Also a very progressive. They're just like, yeah, we're in an open relationship. We also fuck with fucking will people's lives. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Also, do you want to fuck my husband? Yeah. Also, I kind of want to fuck you even though you're a teenager. Yeah. It's a lot. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe not. Maybe, maybe not, not the so most great. progressive. Let's take off, yeah, yeah. Let's take off the progressive yeah. part of that. But they're the yeah. most interesting couple you most see in the show. Yeah, they're the most interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Episode 13 is a little bit of a... I feel like this has a different speed to it because this is the episode where Amuro tries to find his mom. So the white base oh, is shit. forced oh, into an yeah. area that's close to where he grew up. And so he yes. takes the core fighter um, from white base and goes back to basically his hometown, uh, which is kind of overrun and kind of ravaged by the war. Um, but this all, and he finds his mom, but the relationship, it's not like a really lovely moment like you'd expect for many shows. Like it's a very cold kind of reunion. And there's a, a line or a, a time where his mom says, you were so cold, I'm ashamed to call you my son. And it's just brutal. like a very brutal, you know, it's another thing where like the show kind of zigs where you think it's going to zag. 
Um, and this is after like Amuro. Remember, this is the episode in which Amuro like returns to his like childhood home, and it's just like completely yeah. overrun by all these just like fuck boy, um, yeah. drunk ass, not uh, Principality of Zeon, but uh, yeah, Earth, like Earth Federation. So yeah, yeah. No, oh, I, yeah. Well, they, they, no. Well, they, I thought they were Zeon soldiers. No, we talked about this last time too. They were Fetties. We and, did. Like, I'm pretty confident. Yeah, they were Fetties. Okay. They were being. Yeah, they were because, so obnoxious. Yeah. Um, the people that were like drunk in this were like... Fetties. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were so obnoxious. But... It was a, like a yeah a very like difficult thing. And then he, then I think they uh, the Zeons see that he's landed there, so they then send some troops to go investigate at the hospital his mom works at. And that's yeah. when the Zeons show up. And then uh, Amuro just shoots one in cold blood. Um, so, yeah. Well, another, in Amuro's another... defense, he did get a it... phone call and blew his cover. Oh, was it a phone call? Yeah, because they were trying to get a hold of him. Yeah, like, what? We got shit to do. And, then, and yeah. he didn't silence his phone like an idiot. So yeah, he had you had to shoot put some, that on vibrate. You know, like, I cannot like say this enough. Put your phones on vibrate. Also, don't call people vibrate. unless don't call people unless you absolutely need to because they might have to shoot someone because you called them. So like, yeah, it's really White Beast's fault. Look, I know we're living at a different time, but like, send a text first and then call right. me. I don't, I don't want to like Do get a call Gundams from a number I don't have... know. Sometimes exactly. I kind of like ambushing people with a phone call. You know, kind of catch them off guard. Yeah, you like I the old too. people, then Christian. Yeah, you do resonate with the old people. <laughs> do you think that the Gundams have like had like introducing the um like cell phones into this world in my head? I kind of forget that that's probably technology that exists in the same world as like a futuristic like you know battle whatever. Do you think mm-hmm. that the Gundams have like an aux cord inside of them? No, it has to be. That... It's Bluetooth. Bluetooth, but my yeah, dog. Surely... But do you think that there's like capability to like play your own music? Like all seriousness. Like I mean, hey, Simon, uh, like music want... exists in this world. Spoiler alert: This is kind yeah, of what... covered in a future series. Really? Is it really? Kind of. Kind of. I mean, that's like, yeah. Let's put, put a pin in that thought, Simon. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get back to that in like two years. I'm on to, I'm yeah. on to them. I it's, like. It's I, seriously, I think the, one of the more recent ones. So we'll get to it in like. It goes all the way years. to the top, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Anyway, but I think that uh, Gundams, like these Gundams, these mobile suits, they definitely have the thing where you plug it into a cassette player, like it looks like a cassette, but then an aux cord comes out of it. And so yeah. you can plug that into your oh. iPod video, iPod mini. I mean, this, this, this came out in the 70s. Do you think they had 8-tracks in them as well? Or is, like, or is like the world of Gundam 2 far beyond 8-tracks? Also, beyond. do you, in this yeah, episode, do you question. remember a magician in, in it entertaining no. the Zeon? Or, oh, no, no, no. That's the, that's the next episode. Never mind, never mind, never mind. Anyway. Anyways. Good. We can transition on to the next Let's episode. Yeah, I want to hear about this magician. Well, one thing I did want to cover real quick about episode 13 um, is that at the end, even though like there's obviously the moment where Amro's mom says that he's cold and she's ashamed to call uh, him her son, 
but there is like a moment at the end where his mom meets Bright and there's kind of like an understanding that Bright at this point is supposed to be kind of like a father figure. Um, mm-hmm. which yeah. In my, yeah, which like it's kind of a nice moment, but it's also a little fucked up because Bright is not necessarily like, I wouldn't want Bright to be like necessarily watching over my kids because he's like not the best. <laughs> um, also, he's uh, like, like four years older than Amaru. Like, that's like yeah. meeting your um like your your son's like driver's ed teacher for the first time, and then just like kind of being like, you know what? I think that you got it from here. That's <laughs> like, actually a great analogy because yeah. yeah. kind of but the then, dynamic like, the driver, between them. The driver teacher like slaps somebody just like right in front of you just like exactly rips him outside of the driver's side car door and slaps him around a little bit it's like drive a little bit better next time (laughs) asshole and then throws him back in make sure you eat your meal before you drive wait is that not (laughs) normal in driving lessons oh no alex Alex, uh, we can unpack no. this later, bud. Oh, yeah, no. we, can un- we can unpack that later That's in our other, other podcast, in which we yeah. yeah. But let's oh, move god. on. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, where we talk so about much, uh, yeah. our trauma about Alex's childhood traumas, but <laughs> <laughs> also anime. A lot of they're closer related than you might think. Oh yeah. Stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that show to come out. Uh, episode 14 is a personal favorite of mine. Uh, Amuro gets in a Hell fight yeah. defending uh, Matilda's ship and the Xeon forces. Uh, they basically drive around in air motorcycles and they throw bombs all over the Gundam. So um, cool. So we're, so oh, yeah. Cool. I think this is the second time that we're, that we see Matilda who is a like lieutenant, I believe. She's for a lieutenant. The yes. Federation. Mm-hmm. And this is Amaro's big crush. He he's really into yeah, Matilda. He simps on her hard, understandably. Oh yeah, big mm-hmm. time. Fra- I think he kind Fra- of Albo is pissed about it. Oh hell! Oh, didn't she like call him out? Like, didn't she like pull him aside and yell at him or something? She, like, I know right. she confronts him at words. some point. Yeah, she um, has woods with him. Definitely, and she like I feel like she definitely is like, what's up with that Matilda? Like, why is she so cool? You know, just like kind of things here and there. Um, but this is the episode where we get the real cool Zeon forces, just like the coolest Zeon forces guys. Uh, it's just a, like a collection of older brothers. Like it's just like everybody's older brother. Like yeah. just like went off to college and joined the Zeon forces. And like they like all through high school, these were the same guys that like you know let their younger brothers have like a save file on all their video games. They're just like yes. want to have them around, you know. Yeah, and it's like but... they don't they don't really want to be there. And they're like, man, if we can just like take out this mobile suit. We'll score some major points and get the fuck home, man. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but also, but they also respect the grind when they see Armor Road undoing. They're like, all right, we'll, we'll see how this goes. Well, yeah, it's like they're just like, imagine like you're a bunch of like hip teens, okay? And like, what do you have to entertain yourselves? Like, okay, we're not regular teens. We don't have video game and Game mm-hmm. Boy and weed to entertain ourselves. We nope. have these. Hot, like huge explosives, you know. Might as well make the most of this cat. Why don't we slap a couple of these bad boys on that huge metal man that we found the other day? Let's see how this other teenager solves this riddle that we like presented on them. You know, 
our bomb riddle. Solve our bomb want, riddle. They didn't even want anyone to get hurt. It, it's just like they're just no. Like, they're basically playing a prank. They're just like pranks. Yeah. If you think about really it, we've, we've all been there playing pranks with yeah. bombs. And through their yeah. pranks, no, I... they discover new aspects of humanity we didn't even know before. You know? They didn't even know before. Uh-huh. They kind of, I don't know. I, I don't know about you all, but I feel like I kind of grew up in that moment. After I saw Amuro kind of like defuse those bombs, I was like, yeah. you know what? Pranks are for kids. I'm going to go to college. I'm going to risk it for yeah, the biscuit. I, I, I saw yeah. Amuro, like, if he can handle bombs, you know, I can handle getting out of bed and taking a shower. It was, it was, it was a big moment in my life. Damn. Wow. Also, do you all remember? Because okay, so like the whoever is updating the Gundam fandom is truly braver than the U.S. Marines. They claim that there's a magician. <laughs> Wait, can we can we go back to what you just said for a second? I don't disagree. Bro, on the last episode, the fucking goofs. There was a goof where it was like. In a single frame, the Gundam's, like, the V-plate on its head was all red instead of, like, the normal yellow. And I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, yeah, there's some people that are watching this, like, three inches away um, from their face on, and they're just glued to it. But there's a little bit of trivia here um, claiming that there's a magician entertaining the Xeon soldiers. Um, that was a reused character design um, from one of the creator's other animes that they worked on, which I thought was kind hey. of genius because, like, the creator, like, people who make anime can kind of just have this, like, bank of, like, other characters that they, yeah. like, had to make for, like, other stuff. It was probably just, like, another background character. But I think that's kind of a cool little trivia. I don't know how the person figured that out. Like, again, like, has more intelligence capabilities than like the fucking federal bureau of investigation there's time on their hands um, i guess <clears throat> it's also like how do yeah. you really no judgment though that? i love it's just the, like I love the that fandom. drawing looks like that other <laughs> drawing <laughs> we should all get like um gundam uh fandom accounts and just like put like trivia it's like yeah it's like this character in the background actually was a scale like was a replica of like this unit producer's mother that, like that's crazy right like boys that's crazy like the clarinetist in the main theme was the same was john williams john it was one of john <laughs> williams there's there's absolutely no way absolutely no way to prove it wrong and I know that because I've tried <laughs> to do some from research Wallace on this and stuff, Gromit. and there's like a, not yeah. a lot of information on the development of production. Uh, yeah. Oh, anyway, boys. like yeah, fourteen ends with basically Amaro and the White Base crew getting all of the bombs off of the Gundam, and those really cool Xeon Forces people—they were just so chill about it, and you know, so cool. They're like mad respect, son. That yeah. was yeah. Like, it's totally like a ton of like crazy. frat boys. They were just hazing Amaro, you know. Yeah, it's all for fun. Um, but th- th- we do get another large plot point in this episode, which is that Amuro still needs to eat. And this has just been, you know, we've talked about it before. We'll talk about it again. He's it's so a big hungry. plot point. And I've come up with the theory this. that this whole show was developed by, like, the health department of Japan to just, you know, try and get people to eat again. Like, try and get people to eat healthy amounts. Not- it's all big food. Yeah, it's big food. Maybe 
big food man okay or you know <laughs> there just food. wasn't a lot of food in the writer's room and they were just constantly that's exactly what hungry. i was gonna say christian <laughs> i can't have consistent meals i'm so <laughs> i'm working so hard that's ex- they don't, like all they left here was one tomato i don't even have i can't even make a sauce <laughs> out of this <laughs> is there any spices i can put on this fuck they took all the fucking spices i can't even put like any fucking salt on my meal yeah <laughs> which is why that episode later episode. comes on <laughs> Yeah, just incredible stuff by the uh, the writers of the show. Just constantly pushing the, their propaganda on eating. Um, this hungry us baby. To, to episode 15, um, which I head. have written down in my notes, which a, a very skippable episode. This episode was so skippable, in fact. Too skippable. <laughs> that that two out of four of us didn't even watch it. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, the director, Tomino, he decided that this episode was not good enough to be released in English. So there is no English dub of this episode anywhere to be found. So uh, our dub friends, Christian and Alex, have never seen it. Um, and so, Simon, I want, you to give, uh, I want you to give your quick rundown on what happens in this episode. So, if you've seen Lost, you've seen this episode. <laughs> Amuro, uh, if I remember correctly, crash lands on um, a tropical island um, and meets a little like Swiss Family Robinson looking um, crew. And it turns out that the dad of Swiss... I cannot reiterate this enough. There's one dad, a ton of kids. So the dad of the Swiss Family Robinson group has a goof, which Amuro originally fights, and then, like, through a lot of back and forth, uh, like, Amuro being mad at him for fighting, it's revealed that the dad was, like, an ex-Zeon um, soldier who, like, just, like, couldn't, like, deal with the killing anymore. Or, no, 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 he was, like, tasked on, like, killing a village on this island, and he, you know like got all emotional and kind of was saw humanity in that moment and protected a couple of kids from the village like he killed the kids parents i think even like said that oh, mm-hmm. um Dude. yeah it's like it's heavy i like see why they skipped it because it does it's this weird it's like a bottle episode like you know in like sitcoms how they have bottle episodes yeah. um where like it's like oh the power's out and they have to and the whole thing takes place in like in a part like on one set that's kind of what this episode yeah, like felt like the episode of friends where ross crash lance is playing on an island and has to fight a zaku damn that guy will not shut up about dinosaurs though will he <laughs> um <laughs> i hate that guy <laughs> um oh my gosh do you remember when chandler like gets the new goof and joey like <laughs> accidentally gets the same goof and they like they just hate it because they're both trying to impress the same girl don't you don't you love that? Okay, question though. Who is yeah. the uh, Rumble Ball of Friends? Rumble Ball of Friends. Gunther. Is... No, fucking no, 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 no. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the Rumble Ball of Friends is remember what's Ross's sister's name? Rachel. Monica. No, no, Monica. <laughs> yeah, Monica. Remember yeah, Monica's um, Tom Selleck or whoever. <laughs> yeah, Tom Selleck. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, when he played Monica's that. boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. Richard. That's yeah, the, the mustache dude Richard. with the uh, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, totally. Like, that that was I was thinking of. Answered, Damn. and I sent for that man as well. So incredible stuff. Yeah. Um, but basically, Anyways. yeah, episode fifteen. Uh, 
is pretty much just like if you take the kids from the white base and just made an episode out of them but then added a little bit of heavy stuff here or there it's pretty much that it's but it, i kind of liked it um i liked how they made like the soldiers like question like z like i don't know it reminded there's a star wars the clone wars episode that was very very similar to this where there's like a defective clone who just like started a life of his own on this like alien planet because he couldn't like put up with like wartime stuff and like i i that's kind of it's kind of a trope i guess in like warlike movies of like the defective soldier who just wants to forget it all um and they like squeeze that in i i like the episode like i didn't see it and i was like damn i wish that episode never happened but um, i do like the idea behind it yeah it's cool yeah fun fact about that episode it was dubbed in italian Ooh. japanese and the italians get the episode very cool. Those poor Italians. Anyway, uh, poor that was it for the first five episodes. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Um... This brings us to episode 16, uh, and that episode is called Sailor's Agony. A lot is going on in this episode, but first and foremost, everyone, you gotta know, White Base is running low on salt, okay? The chef, oh, no. this a salt so episode? Yes. The chef was trying it's to make like burgers. He was trying to make burgers for the crew. He's trying to keep everybody healthy, full of nutrients, ready to fight. But you know what? No salt. No sodium. You should have just reminded Armuro that Matilda doesn't love him and his mom doesn't love him. And he would have all the salt he needed. Damn. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. He just needs to drink all the <laughs> salt from like, his tears. It's like... Well, their solution to finding the salt is to find an evaporated ocean, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or no, uh, it's, no, it's evaporated lake, which is like also oh. goes like where are they? Utah? No, oh, they're they're in the hey, Asian what desert. Is this? The fucking big smelly lake in the Midwest. <laughs> Wait, are they? I thought they were in. Are they in Asia at this point? Yeah, they're in Asia. Oh, but they end up in Texas soon. I guess they're in a giant spaceship in... that can fly pretty quickly. That's they end up in like Scotland yeah. or Ireland at some point. Yeah, I do remember them going to Ireland. But, yeah. I've said it, I've said it like three times, but I I love this episode because I like the idea of the the whole conceit of the episode being that they're running out of salt. It's another example of just the detail and like real world problems that they kind of put into the show. Like, I don't know. I think it's incredible. I think that, like, aids to, like, because, like, if if the issue every single time was, like, we're being attacked by, like, a huge space force, like, that would lose meaning after a while. But, like, throughout the whole episode, like, if they were, like, when they're being attacked by, like, actual, like, spaceships and stuff, it still carries that same weight because they have a lot of, like, weird episodes based around, like, interpersonal conflicts and trying to get like very specific like parts for the Gundam and trying to like you know research technology and in this one try and get try and get that spice we crave um 
Why is this one called Sayla's Agony? What's she agonizing she about? It's a lot of assault. A lot of agony in this one. <laughs> um, so yeah. For well, first off, before we kind of get, jump really into that, uh, a, a wounded soldier appears out of nowhere and informs White Base about the Federation's big operation, Odessa Day. Oh. Yeah. The plan to take back the the mines held by Cassilia and Makuve. Honestly, yeah, one of my favorite dudes. Love Makuve. So, um, yeah, so a lot's going on here. A lot of antics. A lot of craziness. Um, Rambaral is uh, consistently on their tail. He's antagonizing him. There, he's attacking. He's going full on, and um, he's just eating as much salt as he wants. Eating Wait, this is also the fucking the episode. I'm sorry, I just read the show notes. This is the one where fucking Sayla yaks inside of the cockpit of the gun. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, she kidnaps it. Oh, buddy. Yeah, this is where she steals the the Gundam because. This is before, yeah. This is she wants to be a pilot basically, and she wants to. Prove oh, herself. that's her agony. She's like agonizing for like the mm-hmm. the taste of like flight inside the Gundam. Yeah, yeah. But, she I needs mean, to prove herself. They should have called it Chef's Agony because the only thing I remember about this episode is that they're out of the fucking salt. And it's like yeah. a big deal to the chef, like. Yeah. No well, salt it's a means big deal to the to... chef, and like everybody else, kind of like gets the weight of the situation. Um, it, and I am glad everyone's like on board of the chef. Like, what if like the chef came out and is like, "Guys, we're like fucking out of salt," and everyone like turns on him and he's like, "Are you fucking serious right, right now? now? Like, you <laughs> think that up this the is salt. the top of our priority right now, Jeremy? Is that your name, Jeremy? Yeah, we picked you up like three towns ago. Your food sucks. It was over salted. You know what, Jeremy? Chef Jeremy, if I could fucking call you that, we wouldn't have been, have been sal- out of salt if you didn't put salt on every goddamn thing. You're set. You're, yeah, sorry. But anyway, I've had some bad experiences with salt in the past, and somebody but, named yeah. Jeremy apparently. Yeah, yeah. every time Dude, that you I know salt pack, my dick, I, yeah, you know I want childhood I trauma as well with your friend Jeremy when he listens to this episode. Poor bastard. But, yeah, that's gonna. That's gonna he's gonna be. He's gonna be salty to say the least. How do I? How what? do I mute you? Um, and what? guys, <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break after the, after we're back. There's only gonna be three hosts left. <laughs> yeah, we lost a host in the meantime. What do you guys think is the Every most popular time. item at the white base kitchen? Um, I got a Ooh, feeling it's no, lasagna. This is a good question. You know? Apples. He's like pop tarts. Definitely uncooked pop tarts. No, no, no. <laughs> Almost <laughs> certainly uncooked pop tarts. They steal it at some point, and then they give Armbro fruit, and they give Armbro fruit. Okay, I like feel food. like. Okay, because their kitchen, I'm imagining their kitchen looks like that in, like, a CCD. Like, like a youth church kitchen where it's, like, all, like, bagged Cheetos, un- like, cooked Pop-Tarts. And, like, just, like, kind of unhealthy food. Like, just, like, tangentially unhealthy like food. Like, frozen pizza. Like, they have lots of, like, fruit rolls Well, see, that's, that's my argument for lasagna, right? Because there's a lot of, you can throw a lot lasagna. of mystery meat, a lot of salt. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, you can play around with it. And so I just think, I really think, uh, you know, Chef, when he's lazy, he's like, I'll just yeah. pull out some of the frozen lasagna. I don't know. I, well, all I think I remember is 
Barbara always brings Amuro a sandwich. Mm, like, is yeah. she just putting salt on on sandwiches? Like, I think, I think just, that's it's just a salt a sandwich. A sandwich is the easiest thing to draw. Yeah, like if you're gonna draw. Oh, something. that's a good point. Yeah, they're like, not gonna fucking like. You're have, not gonna draw like, like a chicken a parmesan. Fucking... Yeah, it's Amaro, just a I brought you a fruit bouquet, Amaro. Like, <laughs> but I think it's uh, the food that I've only ever eaten in a cafeteria, uh, fiestada Mexican pizza. That's what I think that is the most popular oh. thing in the white base. Oh, I, hope, I hope it's those Bosco like pizza stick things. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man, dude, that brings back yeah. memories. <laughs> yeah. That or the chicken parmesan, or it's just a chicken patty with tomato sauce and a slice of cheddar cheese. Just real a quick Dude, tangent. Remember, and when we started high school, they used to serve the chicken parmesan on a bun, and then like halfway through high school, they stopped giving us the bun, and that's why no. it was just, like on a styrofoam plate, just like a chicken, <laughs> like a chicken with I, the, like a. I don't remember the it. bun at all. Oh, I recently oh, started working. I recently started working at a high school, and like I, the tail end of my job is right by the lunch shift, and I've been like intru- reintroduced to high school meals, and they have not. Like they've not at all. Probably yeah. gotten worse. Yeah, they really have. Um, so anyway, anyway, like the thing on the white. No, on the white base. You know what they have? You remember in Spy Kids where they like put the thing in the microwave and it turned into a Big Mac? No. Ooh. You t- all are one hundred years <laughs> old and will turn to fucking dust any fucking second. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm so you sorry. You people, it's a like ah. Simon's offended. It's okay, Simon. We're moving. We on. gotta land this plane here. Uh, so anyway, Sayla gets too big for her britches. Tries to take the uh, Gundam out for a little spin. And she blows chunks and gets the shit beat out of her. And Amaro has to go out there and save her butt. But at the end of the day, they are able to capture. Izaku, and they're able to imprison a Zeon Soja, and that's basically the end of episode 16, which brings us mm-hmm. to episode 17, Amro Desserts, which is a episode based on desserts themed on the character of Amro, and I want to so... ask you guys, uh, <laughs> what what kind of dessert would that look like or would it be it would be a s'more without the chocolate i love your podcast mini games dude i love i love these kooky podcast mini games if i was to make an amaro themed dessert all right this one's a no-brainer i would make oh man i would make i i you know what i want i want one of those like you know those cursed like spongebob popsicles things i feel like those would um i feel like those would translate really well to amaro's dumb fucking face the missing like the missing the gumball eyeballs yeah yeah or they're like, like a little like, melted, melted or like... and his like mouth is in his nose and he looks like a burn victim yeah i want to i want that Hey Christian, your fun podcast mini game that is fun for the whole family. <laughs> I would do the bad Amaro popsicle, and I'm gonna have to pass the mic over to Michael. What what is your Amaro themed dessert? Oh man, the thing about Amaro is that like I don't. He's kind of a bland character. I was thinking like just like a sorbet, just like something like. 
pretty raspberry sorbet yeah Yeah. that or like a giant sounds right a giant fucking like teared out mirror glaze cake like a fucking showstopper from great british bake-off but do you think if i went to buddy valestro owner of yeah the cake boss and i was like i want to make a gundam cake if he would know if it would turn out good or bad like if it would look i bet it would look like some weird i don't know i've been watching cake boss lately and that guy kind of sucks anyway alex <laughs> uh our themed theme dessert or? is a milkshake yeah. but someone forgot to put the ice cream in it oh <laughs> So it's just so it's just an empty cup. No, oh. no, they just they just filled the ice cream, so it's just blended milk. Just Very milk. cool. That's great. And maybe, maybe some think... whipped cream if it's a if it's a nice milkshake. Thanks for thinking up the game. I think these are all great, you. great desserts. And uh, you know what? I, those are such great answers. I don't think I can provide anything that will top them. Uh, Surprise! Not even a cherry. Not even a cherry. On top. Surprise! It's not actually about sweets. Amaro literally desserts white base at the end of the episode. Spoiler alert! It's kind of fucked up. Like a little fucking. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up if you think about it. But we got to start from the beginning because we got to make it all make sense. All right? Okay. Because mm-hmm. at the beginning of the episode, Amaro he's crunching data. He's crunching the numbers. He's like, how can I maximize the potential of this mobile suit, baby? I'm working hard. I'm being a good boy. I'm giving everything I got to this here white base. Okay? I want to survive. All right? Meanwhile, uh, the feller that they caught in the last episode, Kozum, this guy's suspect. Okay? But they can't get anything out of him. He's like, uh, what's a good uh, word for uh, someone you can't get any information out of? Anyways, <laughs> he's stone cold, man. This guy doesn't fuck around. He's so. I said, I, I'm glad you asked, partner. I said that. <laughs> get on Kozum. I said he ain't one second past a rock hard. While on a farm in the early spring. Uh, bonus points uh, to whoever who can name the characters who are interrogating him. Is Braid interrogating him? Yes. That's one person. Who else? Yes. Okay. And Good. Mirai. Uh, maybe. Or Ryu. <laughs> Or the Actually, children, all three of the children on top of each other's <laughs> shoulders, but they're holding like like a taser. They're, oh, they're like they're holding a trench coat. <laughs> oh god, no! <laughs> Actually, Michael is Job John and Omar Fang. Okay, <laughs> Job John and Omar Fang. They're interrogating Job. him. Can't get nothing out of him. <laughs> So they stick him back in the cell, and uh, I'm dismantling. Kozum sitting there like, uh, they don't know about this plastic explosive I got here in my tooth back here. Guess what? I'm gonna break out. So he uh, gets a little string, gets his tooth on it somehow. I don't know. I can't remember. He breaks out the door. And he, oh, yeah, he had like a metal tooth that somehow completed a circuit. 
that detonated an explosive. I do remember that. Yes. And he runs into Sayla. He's like, hey, you're you're a Xeon girl, ain't you? Come on, you and me. Let's get out of here. Let's go. And Sayla's like, oh, really? Fuck you. Everybody, look. Cousin's trying to get out of here. Come get him. And Cousin's uh, like, fuck. And so he's uh, running away, gets his little jetpack on. And uh, as he's trying to fly out the door, they blow him out of the sky. Bye bye, Kozum. Rest in peace, brother. This should like, just narrate uh, every episode of Gundam uh, here on out. Yeah, <laughs> no, say, that was. It was like I don't know. If I want to be gathered. Three of us. <laughs> no, I. I will. I want to be gathered around a campfire, all of us eating baked beans, looking up to Christian with the oh uh, the biggest God. star eyes as he's just recounting play by play the entire first <laughs> season of Gundam <laughs> Mobile Suit. I do want to the. The because he RPGs Kozin out right, like like yeah. it was like close quarter RPG yeah, it was to close kill quarter, him, right? like across the room. Yeah, that's some like Call of Duty shit. That's like I I mentioned yeah, that the like first Warzone time, but early, like before they nerfed the RPG. Oh, did they nerf the RPG? Yeah, it's like sneaking up the steps to like fucking just blow him up. Yeah, um, that was a good. That's pretty epic. I like that episode. Yeah. And, um, anyways, yeah. This is when Amuro leaves, correct? Yes. So, at yes. This, there's a bunch of craziness. Rambara attacks him again, as they have been the whole fucking time. Anyways, at the end of the episode, Amuro's working on some things, and Bright and Mirai kind of off to the side, having a little conversation. And, uh, Bright is just telling Mirai, he's like, I can't deal with this fucking kid. He's always a little bitch-ass whiny little punk I can't trust him I don't trust him to keep piloting this here gun Amuro hears that and his ego is shattered mm-hmm. and so he tells him like, why you don't give the most important job to a 15 year old exactly exactly Exactly. I feel like I felt the same way when I like first learned how to drive a car though like the second somebody like like commented on my driving abilities that was like when i was at my most butthurt phase um so i definitely sympathize with amaro what do you remember what they said to you they're like uh three point turns are shit well they kept it like no well it was most they were like you're lighting fire off like fireworks off inside of the car while you're driving um and i was like a bit confused why people were upset with that but other than that, I thought I was a pretty good driver. Yeah, because, I mean, you're just trying to put on a show, you know, entertain everybody on the road. Trying to get my damn cassette um, to fucking auxiliary cord fucking set up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So Amaro deserted like a little fucker and leaving everybody mm-hmm. out to dry. That brings us to episode seventeen, uh, eighteen. Excuse me, Zeon's secret mine. Hell yeah! All right, okay. So, Cassilia, <clears throat> she's plotting things. She's gonna visit Makuve. They're gonna start moving resources around for the war effort. And meanwhile, Amaril, he's hiding. He's he's. You know, he's kind of laying low. 
because he took the mobile suit with him. Like a little fucker. I mean, come mm -hmm. on. What the hell's up with that? And, uh... Meanwhile, White Base is sitting at the edge of another town, and they're trying to decide what the hell to do with this here situation. What they gonna do? What they gonna do? So, my question to you guys, to you fellers here, what would you do in this situation if you had a rogue 15-year-old with a weapon of mass destruction on the loose? I would... Back it up. No, there has to be a way that we can bait a 15-year-old back. Like, what do 15-year-olds want? They want... I, I don't want to say. Amro, <laughs> um. <laughs> um, we have sexy Gundams. <laughs> Come back. We finally, like, just release, like, like flyers that it's, like, the like we we, we made the, the sexy Gundam modules. Like, we, we've been doing... I can't speak for every 15-year-old, but I know when I was 15, all I wanted to see was Rombo Rawl in a bikini, so... Ooh. Maybe that's all I need to have done. Yeah, the problem is, no. is that when he left Whitebase, he finds Rombo Rawl and his partner, so he basically yeah. runs into the best couple. He oh, that. that he does, right? Yeah, exactly. Is that in this episode when they're in the desert, when he's in the desert yeah. town? Yeah, he's like, yeah, oh, cantina, basically. Yeah, mm. <laughs> it, it, it's Mon Cantina. It's exactly it. Yeah, and they're like eyeing him up. Like, ooh, who's this cute little boy? And he's like, I'm 15. And they're like, Chris Hansen okay. or whoever the fuck walks out. And he's like, we have receipts. <laughs> we know mm -hmm. what you said. Mm -hmm. and, we uh, know yeah. what you said. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he well, Mirai goes out trying to convince him to come back, and they go to the the bar. They, you know, see them there, and Rambaral's like, hey, "You seem like a decent kiddo here." Yeah. yeah, but he lets him go because he's like, "Well, I'm just gonna follow him back to White Base, see where mm -hmm. they are." <laughs> um, but uh, in this episode, I think uh, Amuro rages on this little mine thinking that it's Makuve's major secret mine operation and he's gonna go right. ahead and be proactive and take it out be a hero and redeem himself when in fact it's just a little piddly diddly side mine no one really cares about yeah i think that helps to add to the scope of like the zeon's like whole like um like their whole war effort because I don't know. I kind of wish they dove into that because, you know, looking back on it now, that's kind of like an insignificant little plot point. Like, they never went back to, like, where there, like, if there was, like, a bigger operation to that. But I don't know. I like the, like, design of, like, the little mines. It reminded me of Dune a little bit. I like that a lot. Well, yeah, because it's, it was, it was supposed to be like, oh, shit, this is one of hundreds. You know, exactly. Oh my yeah, God. Exactly. You know, the scale of yeah. Zeon's I guess I never went back to it. I bet there's a bunch of things in like looking back on the earlier episodes that are just kind of like, I don't know, loose strands that they never tied yeah. up. Yeah. But that's okay. We're getting our feet wet in this here. Mm hmm. All right. I, I, um, I, think I, I like <clears throat> Amaro trying to prove himself. Like, I, I feel like in this episode. Do, does do a good job of like showing his childish but like he's also kind of ambitious 
And mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like yes, him being talked about behind his back, like made him fly off the handle. But like, it, like Simon said, like that would do that to any of us when we're that age. Um, yeah, no. But he still has, yeah, he still has like that, like wants to prove himself and be integral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, his, his reaction is like so realistic. Yeah, it's like oh, fuck you, I can do this. I don't need your help. Because he's yeah. been doing most of the heavy yeah. lifting. Yeah, he is. Yeah, they're talking all this shit about him, but he's the person you keep saving their lives every time, and he's the only reason why they're still alive. Um, actually, we made a goof. <laughs> um, the cantina scene is actually in episode uh nineteen, Rambo Rawls. That's what attack. I thought. Yeah, it didn't yeah. seem because in the cantina scene is when um. Doesn't he meet not Mirai, uh, Frau out front of the cantina too? Like yes. Frau like fetches him. Yeah, yeah. She has yes. like a sick dune buggy. Oh, yeah. and like yeah. Also like the sick fit of like the hood over her head. She looks so cool. Like the um, she looks like she's in like an Italian countryside. Like so, you know, with the the bonnet. I mean, it, this like, can kind I of help that. us roll into the next episode. Does he stay deserted for three episodes then? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh yeah, so that's when we get the scene in the cantina, uh where there's this weird sexual tension between Haman and Amro and Rambaral. And um anyways uh Rambaral follows uh Amro and Mirai back to White Base and launches an intense attack, but Amro again saves the day. And mm-hmm. kind of forces uh, Rambaral to to retreat. He actually uh, <clears throat> is able to fight off the goof this time. And but as soon as Amuro saves the day, they throw him in solitary confinement because I mean you can't let him get away with such insubordination. The brig, can you? Throw him in the brig. Mm-mm. Throw him in the brig. Throw him in the brig. Get throw in there. In the brig. Get in the brig. We love that. In the brig. Mary I mean, every teenager needs a little solitary confinement here or there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially when you steal weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> chill. Is there, is there anything else you guys want to say about this episode? Because I feel like we've kind of hit on the major points here. No, this one was just kind of a... There wasn't much to it for me. It was just a... Dude, this fucking trivia on this fucking fandom page. It's like... um. It's like when the goof is fighting the gun tannin, the gun tannin ha- or the gun cannon has an explosion on his left shoulder arm. However, there was no visible attack on the left <laughs> shoulder arm, leaving question to where that explosion came from. It was a pink explosion, and the goof like, and we do not see the goof physically move in like the previous scene. Ooh, this is um, shooter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. But that's that's how much passion people have for this franchise, obviously. And it's beautiful. I love to, you love to Bro. see it. You love to see Holy it. Holy shit. But this brings you us to, to the most it. memorable episode of this block for me, which is hand to hand combat, episode number twenty. Shit goes yes. down. Okay, what what are your all's favorite moments from this little app? Well, this is the basically Ramba Rawls crew invades White Base, correct? It's them yes. going in 
Yeah. And it, correct me if I'm wrong. Do we get? Do we get Ryu in this episode? No, I'm thinking. Ahead. We do. Okay, never mind. We do get Ryu. There's plenty of Ryu in this episode. Uh, yeah, well, okay. I mean, it's not, I, that's it's I, not Ryu. Yeah, it's not Ryu's big moment. That's coming. It's in not the his next big moment. Block, yeah, yeah. Next episode. No. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I was thinking uh, a little bit ahead because those ba- battles are kind of similar. That was the drill <laughs> attack. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just like seeing Rambaral, you know, just doing what he does best, infiltrating something. We get some guns. I like guns in Gundam. I like the variation of attacks and like I like battles that happen outside of the mobile suits. So for me, I thought this was like another great episode. And unfortunately, we get um, at the end, rest in peace, pour one out for Big Homie. But other than that, I thought it was a great episode. Oh, Big Homie dies in this one? Yeah, Yeah, unfortunately. Saddest episode in the first season. Rambo Rawl confirmed he kills himself. He absolutely. Yes. He like jumps off the edge like a madman yeah. like an absolute mad lad yeah. just like but also, takes like, himself so out controlled. he's like so controlled about it it's not that's the thing about Rumbaral is it's not emotion that, that drives this man it's logic he's a logical man yeah. well, he's just a cool guy until the very yeah. end rips one final stogie and goes out like how mad like well that's kind of badass because no one has the satisfaction of killing that man either because, like, exactly. imagine being, like, the person that killed Rumble Rawl. That would be a lot to pallet. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I think in true fashion, there's a lot of just, like, theatrical suicides in this um, fucking show. It's crazy. But, yeah. No, he goes out in a blaze of glory. He's go- he goes out doing what he does best. You know, guerrilla tactics, getting his hands dirty, getting up front, in your face. And uh, I yeah, I do love the gun battles that kind of happen all over White Base. There's grenades going off everywhere. <clears throat> the children almost get caught up in it. Yeah, but it makes uh, me really wonder more, what yeah. White Base is made from because it taken a lot of explosions and it's pretty all right. Also, in this episode, it is re- like Sela's identity as Artesia is revealed for the first time. Yes, I'm yeah, seeing that. Like, say. like that's like that's another thing. Like <clears throat> looking back on the episodes, that's a much like when I when I first saw that, I didn't really think anything of it because that was just like kind of another one of those loose strands that I didn't think would be tied up. But that ended up being like you know one of the most like critical pieces of information for the rest of the series. Yes, yeah, you're exactly right. And we find out that. The Rawl family, the Zabi family, and uh, what is uh, Sela's real last name? Can y'all remember? Oh, um, I got it right here. Daekun. Daekun. And a Daekun family. We kind of learned that those three families are major players in the Zeon kind of world, which is pretty also, interesting. Can we yeah. background acknowledge her dad's name and how cool it is? Zeon Zoom. That's so fucking cool. Oh, Zia Zum, sorry. That's a great name. Zion Just to, Zum. I want to come back to something Alex mentioned, which is what the white base is made of. I think it's made of the same thing those Motorola cell phones are made of. <laughs> Almost certainly. Just like indestructible. Yeah. Indestructible. It really is, isn't it? It's also kind of interesting how this, this block of episodes both end and begin with someone killing themselves. Hmm. Yeah, 
I hadn't noticed that. Thematic. But yeah, it's a nice, I feel like it's a nice end to this little arc of Rumble Rawl's Revenge Unit, you know? Has a interesting beginning and has a great crescendo. Although, I mean, arguably the next episode is kind of really the the bow tie on that yeah the arc within yeah, the first season I, I, yeah it is interesting how well the way that we blocked out the episodes to cover it worked out because yeah this is almost a perfect arc of one of our favorite characters and it's kind of a blessing in disguise that we had the final corruption because i'm just like i'm glad to talk about rumble Rawl more yeah i feel like yeah we maybe didn't do him service we didn't we did know not. what we had until it was gone Exactly. Like, well, we lost from the roll. We lost a lot. True. Honestly, the first go around, we were way too earnest with episode two. At least on my part, I was. Yeah. I think we had a lot more fun with this this go around. So, audience, <laughs> you should feel very, very lucky. Been blessed. We should release also, like a special you. episode, episode of um just like all like me christian and michael's recording so it's just like it's it's the podcast but just like without alex and us just like waiting for like and then you can kind of you can kind of just play along at home at that point just say what you think i was gonna say you can pretend you're me it's It's an interactive game still do it everyone can (laughs) be the host of Gundam, I hardly know them. They all have a chance oh, to man. to join in the fun. Anyway, yeah. um, do it. Record thanks. record your audio. Send it to us. We'll make the best one. We'll get its own special episode. Yeah, yes. well, we can cut in the most awkward little bits and pieces, and it'll it'll be real fun. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, uh, any last thoughts on this block of episodes before we move on? Uh, I thought these episodes were kind of boring, but we talking about them. They are really good. There's a lot of, a lot of, mem- a lot of good memories in this that I kind of forgot about. I, I think this solidifies like how much I loved Zero Zero Seven Nine. Was just these ten episodes. Yeah, a lot of great memories. We get to see a lot of interesting variations on mobile armors and mobile suits. And like, how cool the goof was. Yeah, the it's goof also like the first time you get introduced to the whole uh, the upgrade kits. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we just didn't talk yeah, about really we, the G parts. We maybe. may have even gotten yeah. a midair conversion at some point. You know that, what? I that's, think we don't get we don't get midair conversions until the next we, set. We get actually. a failed attempt yeah. of a midair conversion. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Like, I was like. At first, I was thinking, damn, we have to re-talk about these episodes. Like, these might not be my favorite. I remember kind of, when we were watching it at the first go-around, kind of thinking, there's a little bit of a lull. But now that we kind of went back, I was like, three of maybe my favorite episodes in the series are in this block. I mean, we get yeah. Rambo Raw. Mm-hmm. I really like the episode where they put all the bombs all over the Gundam with those cool dudes. I really like um, this last episode, episode twenty, hand hand combat. Hand, like, hand, just like mm-hmm. yeah, one of the be- like one of the best for like just full battle episodes that we got. So yeah, I think that it, it was a blessing in disguise. Um, yeah. And yeah, we just want to thank you all for listening to what has been a little bit of a disjointed uh, effort at talking about the show. But uh, yeah, please um, stick with us. Give us a rating and review on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter all that good stuff 
Um, um, and thank you. Check out our good friend. Uh, yep. Check out his and, music. Yeah. It's super cool. Um, Absolutely. Bite on Bandcamp. Uh, and yeah, fuck the police. Yep. A cap thirteen twelve. Um, <laughs> burn down your local. Burn down your local police station. If you do take a picture, send it to me. I will gladly see you. I gladly. I don't know how word works. I would love to see your police, your local police station burn to the ground. Okay. Well, maybe don't do that. But uh, <laughs> you know, protest. Uh, celebrate your First Amendment rights. That was parody. <laughs> and that was parody. <laughs> Creative Commons law, law protects us. <laughs> <laughs> I said that as a joke. <laughs> um, slide those pictures into my DMs. Don't post them publicly. Um, if you do burn it down, don't burn it down. If you do, you know, just 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 DM me, DM me slide. Um, but if you happen to. Uh, you know what to do. No, mostly just we'll go vote. Back. Okay, go vote. We'll be back next week. Keep listening. Um, yeah, send us an email. Play uh, Among Us with us. Anyway. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll, so we'll drop that information. Yeah, we, we should we should do a uh, we should start a, a Discord server where we could play Among Us all together. Yes. Um, it'll probably just be us and our friends, but maybe we'll yeah, get some fans in there. Message us and we can invite you to our Discord. We would love to have more people join for the show yeah. hosting. It's incredible. We do. Uh, anyway, it's mostly it's mostly so just bikini everybody. pictures of Rumble Wall, but if, you know if that's your thing, we got you covered. It's a lot of not safe for work Rumble Wall. <laughs> Enjoy. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks everybody. Follow us on Instagram. Bye. 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 Bye.